Welcome to the Ask Brian Podcast Radio Show, where you'll hear from some of the most successful founders and CEOs of businesses and startups, sharing their best advice for success, and even some stories on how their mistakes actually make them even more successful. Now, here are your hosts, Brian and Tracy. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You listen to KHS 1220 in 98.1 FM. The Ask Brian Show every Thursday, 1 to 2 p.m. That's the only thing you should be doing at 1 to 2 p.m. every Thursday. Listen to the Ask Brian radio show and learning about business. All right. So for those of you who have not listened to the show, uh, I think almost everybody has, but there are a few that haven't. So we want to quickly go over some ground rules. Okay. And by the way, Patrick knows, like, no other station in the world. Oh, I was not ready for that. I'm so used to not. Yeah, well, because I had to get you going. Oh. And I have a headache. Hi, everybody. You're going to have a bigger headache now. Sorry, you have a headache, Patty. (laughs) This is not the right place for you to be. Yep. (laughs) Don't worry, drinking plenty of of agua. So every week we try to have a show teach us something about business. And each week somebody asks us, why is Ask Brian spelled with an E? My name is not Brian. My name is Peter. Uh, Brian is with an E. Most people spell it with an A. Or Y-A-N or I-A-N, but nobody spells it with an E-N except for, as we all know, the Irish pub. The Fair. Ir- the Irish person spells the name Brian with an E. And we're not the O'Brien Ask O'Brien show, although we do have a little Irish in us because Patrick is from Ireland. My, you know, ancestors, but I was born and ra- raised out in the- here. In the potato famine, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> oh, I don't know. God. Can we just Tracy, help me. Hub and O'Brien and just get to the crux of the matter, the essence. Well, uh, the, advertisers the, come, the advertisers come in for this, this part of the show. So I mean, you would think that O'Brien's Pub somewhere in the USA or Ireland or in the world was sponsoring this show. They get so much publicity. Yeah, seriously. Just the random you, O'Brien's Pub. Who's just said they are? <laughs> well, maybe they are, and in that case, proceed. Check that out. All right. Fair enough. So, Mr. Patrick, uh-huh. give us some reasons. Do you have a drum roll? <laughs> All right. Good job. Whoa. <laughs> Did that happen while I was gone? Did you guys get that while oh, I was gone? We changed the whole <laughs> We changed the whole show around. <laughs> 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 I'm having too much fun too over here. <laughs> Anyways, I'm really, I'm really starting to think that O'Brien Pub does sponsor this show. Fancy toy. Oh god. Anyway, why do we spell Brian with an E? Anyways, so there's a number of E's that have to do with the theme of Ask Brian. Uh, one of them was, well, certainly after right now, we bring a lot of enthusiasm and no empathy. <laughs> No, I was going. I was cueing you for your, you know, the alley oop slam dunk with the excitement, but na- you're not getting either now. So. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! I already said it. He was not being empathetic right there, folks. Boom, that is. Free. I said it though, but he wasn't showing empathy to me. Well, I'm not exactly. That's not my job. <laughs> I hope you weren't. I hope you weren't holding your breath for that pass. <laughs> if he did, it'd be turning blue. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, that is, have already to be fair, Tracy. By that's... Now. He, would, he would be extinct. <laughs> actually, actually, you know. I would have been dead years he's ago. He's wearing a red shirt, and if he turned blue, it would be very patriotic for uh, <laughs> that's, life. That is fair. 
Oh man, that is so unfair. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. We got we had, we had the enthusiasm, the excitement, the empathy. Oh, education is is a main one, probably the most. No important clapping one. for that. Or you know what? Hold we on. We should have a clapping. I mean, this is what we do. Golf clap. Education. Golf clap. Education. Golf we try clap. to educate people. Yeah, we try to. Educate well, we're going to get a lot of education on our with our guest today, which I'm pretty psyched about. Indeed, indeed. I know that because she is an expert. Ah, an expert oh, in big one zoo. Trying to take away his ease. I got you. No, okay, no, no. Yeah. She's fine. She she can chime in. I can. <laughs> Tracy can. Chiming is not with an e. I mean, I am encouraging him. Hey, that's another e, by the way. <laughs> and also, is engineer is also here, and that would be me. And where is the engineer Emily? Engineer Emily is as you would like to put off on assignment. Yes. She'll like be back Les, next week. Like Les Nesman from WKRP. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then wasn't there, oh, we are forgetting one. And you know what? This one is, I know this one's your personal favorite one, Trace. So uh, why don't you bring us in with uh, your favorite E? Well, I'm going to start it off, though. Grease Lightning is electrifying. <laughs> I gave you the Electrifying. <laughs> it just never gets old. I love it so much. I know. It's, it's like my favorite word to say. Electrifying. <laughs> And then Danny Zuko falls I'm, over. I'm, it's so overdramatic, but it's so good. I'm channeling my Olivia Newton-John. <laughs> Sandy. Yeah, well, I, I'm thinking about the Broadway play before it started. All right. Am I forgetting? Are we Are we good? Did we get everything? Are you I, an expert or not? We already said expert. Tracy had that. And what do you need to do to become an expert? You need experience, and that's 10,000 hours. And how do you get 10,000 hours? I, I'm never going to get the form, quadratic formula on that, correct? The quadratic formula? Can you, like, multiply? Yeah, but uh, I need a calculator. How many hours a week do you normally work? Well, me personally? Two, okay. I got it. No. Four, all right. It's a big week for you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Most people, they call it a 40-hour work 40-hour work. And if you work 40 hours and you work 50 weeks a year because you get two weeks off for vacation, how many is that? You lost me already. 2,000 hours. There we go. I don't know, but I, I just want to know an entrepreneur that works 40 hours a week because I haven't seen a 40-hour work week in years. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's the question I have is, why doesn't Patrick say the most important one is education? Why doesn't he say I said education hold already. On, hold on. But why doesn't he use the word entrepreneur? Entrepreneur. I think why that's, not? Well, I think that's one of our newer ones. Oh, I think it's definitely ahead of the others. I think you were literally saying weeks ago education is the most number one, so I, I have that ingrained in my yes, head. Yes, but as Tracy has taught us, we pivot. Like, right now, we're going to pivot, and Tracy's going to start the interview. Go ahead, Trace. Oh, my gosh. Are you serious? I feel pivoting. so honored and I'm a little pivoting. scared. Okay. Does that mean I get to introduce our expert guest who is exceptional in everything that she endeavors? As long as we're not talking oh, about you, no. sure. Oh, that wasn't very kind. <laughs> that wasn't nice. I'm on your side, Tracy. <laughs> Thanks, Patty. Now I feel very sad. But not really. Okay. <laughs> Because you know why? Because we got Wonder Women um, twins unite on this show today. I want to bring on Jen Trepic, who is epic, by the way, another new E that we can have. Um, Jen, Jen is a health and nutrition expert. She is a very successful entrepreneur. She is also a podcast host of the Salad with a Side of Fries podcast, best name ever. And was uh, voted one of the 40 under 40 of podcast magazines in six, as a successful podcaster. And we are very lucky to have her as our guest today. Welcome, Jen. Hi, guys. 
I was trying to think of a word that would started with an E that meant like honored. And I just, I flopped. How about ecstatic? We'll go with that. It could be <laughs> ecstatic. Hold on. You go. could say, how about elite? El- enlightened. Elite is also uh, top of the line. Well, we could also talk about <laughs> literally eating because that's one of the things that Jenna I do that very well. I'm, I'm really an expert at that. <laughs> an expert in eating. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jen, let's start out by sharing with us your entrepreneurial journey. What got you to where you are today? How did you start on this path? How did I end up in your ear, everybody? <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? Um, <laughs> it's funny. So I went to business school in undergrad, and they teach you to be an awesome employee, another E-word. And I graduated. I started working. And now I also come from parents who work for themselves. So I start working, and I'm like, ooh, I'm bored. <laughs> so I was looking for things. There were a couple people who are on the team that I was working on at the time, I worked at an ad agency that specialized in catalogs. And there were two people who were on my team who were only a couple levels sort of above me in the organization, but they were like 10 to 15 years older than I was. And I remember calling my parents and saying, if it is 10 years from now and I am still here, at this company, doing the job that's like one or two levels above where I am now, like put me on a plane, fly me home to Michigan, like we're going to call this New York thing a done deal, you know? And in that process, right? So I was like, okay, I need something else. This definitely can't be my life forever. And then we were planning an annual family vacation for December. And I had to go into the computer system to request the time off. And it hit me like an anvil that I was requesting permission for access to my own time. And so I was like, okay, I don't know what I'm going to do. I mean, that I I really actually never heard it phrased that way. That's very powerful. You were literally asking permission of how to spend your own time. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, in that moment, I said to myself, like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I just know that I will not work for somebody else for the rest of my life. And I went out looking for things to do on the side to potentially just make extra money and invest it. Or, you know, I didn't really know what it was going to be. Simultaneous to that, I was going through my own saga of weight management, trying every diet under the sun, gaining and losing. And then, you know, ultimately those two worlds collided because I found a program, if you will, that completely changed my life and allowed me to say that I kicked my food issues. And so I was like, everybody deserves to know this information. Like, I really called this the nutrition education. We're all supposed to know, and no one ever thought that. Since I was like, okay, this is going to be my thing. I'm going to build a business and do this. And that was late 2007. I started working with clients on the side. I built my business on the side from 2007, like late 2007 to June July 2019, launched my podcast in August of that year, and now fast forward, I'm on the Ask Brian show. <laughs> well, that's that's a top honor, I know. I'm saying, I mean, you made it, girl. You have literally, you made it totally. <laughs> well, Peter, do you want to fire away your rapid fire questions, or would you like for me to continue? <laughs> now, Peter is an okay. attorney by trade, so strop in because he will do it now. So, are you ready for your cross examination yet? 
problem yeah, well, with cross-examination is... an attorney, so I think I'll be all right. The problem with cross-examination is you're only supposed to ask questions that we have uh, answers of yes or no. And since I don't have the background, I can't do cross-examination, so I have to do exploratory. <laughs> Another E, exploratory. So a couple questions we, I, I want to know. You, you said you started this business on the side in 2007. Uh-huh. You didn't tell us what the business is. Yes, so I'm a health coach. I have a specialty in weight management, and I do a lot in my practice with supplementation. But so I work nights and weekends working with clients one-on-one and in small groups to help them look better, feel better, have more energy, and as a side effect, take up less space physically. Well, yes, if you lose weight. All right, so the question is, how do you start? All right, you're working. All right. You don't want to go back to Michigan like every millennial who lives in the basement. How do you start a business just like, okay, I mean, how do you get the word out? How do you get clients? How do you do all that? I mean, it sounds like a lot of stuff you have to do. You can plan it out. You can say, I'm going to get 10,000 people, make $10 million, but it's not that that's easier said than done. So how do you start out? A thousand percent. Because it was on the side, I fortunately didn't have the pressure of, oh my God, this I need a million people in order to make any money and pay rent. So there is some value in that way of starting on the side, and therefore you're not coming from a place of desperation often. And so it really started with people who noticed my progress. And people would start to ask me what I was doing or what it was. And so it was little bits and it grew over time. So the first piece was starting with the people who were asking. And then the second piece was going to that cold market. So I think so often people try to build a business with everybody they knew before. And the thing for me was that everybody who knew me before didn't know me as somebody who knew nutrition or wellness or supplementation. So starting by networking and meeting new people I was introducing myself, and they only knew me as somebody who knew this information and could help people with this, you know, these kinds of challenges. So networking was huge. And, you know, we could dig deeper into that because please don't just show up something and do the business card shuffle. Like, if if networking is going to work, it's about building relationships and really getting to know people. But so networking was a big piece of it. And then over time, that typical like warm market started to then ask me questions and see me as an expert in this space. And then the podcast certainly added to that because, you know, also the podcast came 12 years or so into working with clients, but it puts a visibility on a totally different scale. So it sounds like everything you're saying in a summarization as an attorney is basically everything you're doing to lead yourself to become an authority subject. Correct. Because if you're the authority, then people are going to contact you. You don't need to contact them like through ads or other things. They know who you are. Right. So, And I find too, the referrals and building those relationships is so much more powerful and effective than the ads. Especially in what I do. If we don't have rapport, if we don't, you know, if we're not going to vibe, it doesn't matter how much I know. In trying to get that vibe, how can you tell? Let's not talk about networking in the traditional sense. You're just down the street and you see somebody and you start a conversation up. How long is a typical process in relationship building to get from 
hey, I just sing hello to call to action. You know what? If you want, uh, you know, health advice, whatever, I can help you out. That's a great question. I wish it was a singular answer. (laughs) You know, it really is different for every person. And it sort of depends how the conversation starts. I mean, there have been times, you know, years ago, I remember I was in an AT&T store and I heard somebody talking about a recent diagnosis. And I turned around and I said, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm not, you know, I don't mean to eavesdrop. This is what I do. Here's my card. If you have any questions or need anything, you know, take it, leave it. But here you go. Yes, yeah. that person never called. I'm sorry I didn't call you back. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there's, you know, when it happens where maybe it's more of, um, okay, here's a different scenario. I was at a friend's Super Bowl party last year and so it was still somewhat odd COVID times and so it was a smaller group and there was a commercial or something I started yelling at the TV because I didn't I was like you can't say that you know whatever it was I can't remember and somebody said wait what and I was like oh well you know this is what I do or whatever and she said oh wait can I have your car and so she ended up turning into a client and so sometimes it's just the context. It's being a human. It's, you know, is there something we have in common? Is whether that's, you know, some sort of activity or the place that we're in where we're meeting each other or a lot of times, especially when somebody's referred to me by somebody else. So the first time I'm meeting them is even in this context. And it's a lot of times we'll bond to some degree over all the diets that we've tried over the years. You know, and it's like, oh, I did this one. Did you do that one? What happened when you tried this? You know, and sort of that shared history really helps to see, you know, if we're a fit. Some of our listeners want to know, okay, that's great and how you built your business, but how important is it to be healthy and how important is it to exercise and other things to really be a successful entrepreneur? Uh, On a scale of one to 10, I think it's probably a nine. And here's the thing. I think if we've learned anything over the last couple of years, hopefully what we've learned is the importance of our health, right? That if we don't have that, all the other things kind of come second. And I think the reality for most of us as entrepreneurs is that we are our business. Even if we have team, even if we're not doing it ourselves, we are our business. And there, if we're not well, if we're not able to function, the business suffers. So we want to think about taking care of ourselves as a piece of taking care of the business. So often we think, oh, I have to stay up to finish this thing. I have to, you know, I don't have time to move or get some activity in because I have to, you know, work on X, Y, or Z. And every time we make those trade-offs, we're actually sort of depleting the cup that allows us to give to our business. You know, the cup that pours into the business, if you will. Let's go to your, your situation. How often do you work out per week? I work out every day. Every day? Not that I do. <laughs> My commitment level is not necessarily everybody else's commitment level. And the other thing is, we all have a very different perspective or, you know, idea of what that means and what that looks like. So one thing that I give everybody, especially busy entrepreneurs, 
is something I call 30-30-30. This takes less than two minutes. You don't have to change your clothes for, you know, you don't have to redo your makeup or your hair or any of the things. Brian, you don't have to do your hair. Uh, I can't do it. My hairstyle is after <laughs> Einstein, okay? Einstein's hairstyle is what I copied, and I have to continue to look that way. Right. continue my entire life. All right, so here's how you do it's, the it's charming. it's charming, that. Right. I think so. Even the owner of the, of the radio station tells me to comb my hair before the show, but I don't listen to anyone. I'm an entrepreneur. Well, yeah, and it's radio. It's a thing for radio. Really think you. Right. measurements okay yeah go ahead 30 squats 30 crunches and 30 push-ups if you can do it or you know you could do it on a wall you could do it you know with a chair you could do 30 arm circles each direction you could stay sitting in a chair and do 30 leg lifts and then you could do 30 like tricep dips all using a chair as long as i get 30 hours to rest i'll be fine right And what's cool about this, by the way, is that it takes less than two minutes. And so you know those moments when you have two minutes for a Zoom call? Speak for yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Patrick, how long does it take you to do that? Patrick, how long will it take you to do 30 push-ups, 30 squats, and 30 leg lifts? Can you do that in two minutes? Two minutes? No. How long is that going to take? Yes, you can. I mean, I, would, I promise you. Do ten. Do three sets of ten each. I promise you, you can do it. Oh, I could do like one of those, like in the thirties. Like I could totally do that in two minutes. But all together in two? No, no. Give me at least like ten. Ten, I could do. <laughs> ten minutes. Like, ten you could do it. I, mean, I was thinking thirty. I was thinking thirty minutes to do the thirty. No, 30, 30. I'm, no, I'm, I'm, fit. I'm fit, but two minutes. Like, wanted, I'm not a fast. Okay, wait. Thirty. But forget the one with the push-ups. If you're doing it <laughs> sitting in a chair, uh-huh. right? <laughs> if you're sitting uh-huh. in a chair and you put your arms out and dumb it down for us. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Go ahead. Do 30 jumping jacks instead. Do 30 jumping Go. jacks, 30 squats. Oh, I could do that. Crunches. I could do that instead. I don't think you can yeah. do 30 jumping jacks. Actually, Patrick, I want you to do 30 jumping jacks right now. I'm not doing that right now. Come I'm on. Not, not 30 I am, seconds. I am I got working. the clock right there. No. You call that work. Wait a minute. Oh, Turn your mic off and do it while we keep talking. Exactly. And we'll time it. All right, hold on. No, I am not. I'm going now. All right. All right, he's going to, Peter's going to do it. I have to do jumping jacks. Well, the problem is I got to. I will I provide commentary. A shoulder problem. Oh my Sorry, god! So, is this on Facebook Live? Because this really is want to watch this it, is currently please. on Facebook. I will be providing commentary. I want to have you back when my shoulder is better. Oh, excuse. Oh, all right, we'll do that. Okay. Or if I can do it with one. So here's the deal. He's doing it with one arm. He's doing it with one arm, ladies and gentlemen. This is currently on oh Facebook Live. It's working. Oh my god! Do you see this, Tracy? I, 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 I don't, don't say I didn't make anything happen. Well, the good thing is this is being recorded on Facebook Live, so we have proof. This is this is we the thing. Evidence. We have evidence. Ladies Amazing. and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, look and see Mr. Peter Bronstein doing one-handed jumping jacks. Done. And he's done, ladies and gentlemen. How many seconds? To be fair, I wasn't counting. Maybe a minute. I was enjoying the show. Not counting. That was hovering around a minute. 
Well, we got I more. Snacks the whole time. I'm just We got a bargain. We got a whole minute of them doing it. Sweet. Woo. Tracy, Tracy ate thirty chips, so you know there's that. I ate, I ate thirty potato chips while you were doing that. Great. <laughs> right. I'm about to go into so, thirty M and M's. I'm gonna take thirty sips of water right now. I'm sorry. No, it's all good. So here's the deal. It's those moments when you're like, what can I do in two minutes before this next Zoom call? We have this idea that for our activity to count, it has to be 30 minutes or 45 minutes or an hour, and it has to make us feel like we're going to die. That is nonsense. To me, running makes me feel like I'm going to die. I don't run. I run oh, well, I take it back. I do my version of a run to the door when the delivery guy shows up with my food. But other than that, I don't run. <laughs> so, I only run when I'm being chased. Right. Well, even then, I'll probably end up captured. Can we run so, that back? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. So what I'm hearing you say is, let's get this thing back on track. So what I'm hearing you say is that as entrepreneurs, we're often overscheduled, overbooked. Like, we barely have any time in between calls, meetings, projects, and everything. But if we can just slice out, let's just call it two to five minutes for those of us who are just getting started. We can get in these 30, 30, 30. Now, how many times a day do you have to do that? Do you have to do it like three times a day or only once a day? Start with one. Start with one. And then see what happens. I know, but I'm going to the way. Center. Like, I, how many times a day do you do it? So go for <laughs> well, well, I my workout's a little bit different. So, like, if I do a 30, 30, 30, it's probably one in a day. Um, I have some clients who do it three or four times a day, depending on what's happening. You know, by the way, originally, this was used, like, in the context of, like, when we watch TV with commercials. So, we used to talk about doing this at the commercial break. So, if you think about watching an hour show, maybe there were five commercial breaks. So you did it five times. Cool. But again, sort of going back to that thing of like, do it once. Once is better than not, you know, and we can do, our body actually responds really well to a little bit of movement more frequently because, I mean, think about it, right? Like caveman life, humans were active sunrise to sunset. We weren't meant to sit at a computer all day. It's also not human to sit at a computer all day except for one hour when we go berserk. Like, neither side of that is human. So if we find a few times a day to get up and move around, it's much better for us in the long run than the idea that if we can't do a full, you know, hardcore 30, 45, 60 minutes, then we do nothing. And is that the optimum workout? Three minutes? If somebody says to me, like, what the objective is to move at least 30 minutes a day, most days of the week, a few times a week, we want to get our heart rate up and use our heart as a muscle. A few times a week, we want to focus on some resistance training to build muscle because muscle dictates metabolism. And muscle is also the kind of thing where, like, if you don't use it, you'll lose it. So even if we just want to maintain, we've got to do the thing. Pick up heavy things and put them back down. And pick up heavy things and put them back down. That works. Could be your That tip. doesn't include 12 ounces, Peter. That's not 12 ounces to say that. 
A beer? Uh, what? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Listen, I will say that I have done workouts with wine bottles when traveling, and it's actually extra hard because you just don't want to break them, you know, because you don't want to end up with red wine everywhere. So, you know, or wait, you do what you got to do. I want to ask you a question. What is the best diet? You've got Atkins, Keto, so, Mediterranean, South Beach. I mean, I've heard them all. Yeah, I've done them all. The best diet, first of all, depends on your objective. But the best diet is actually not a diet. I know that sounds, that was like the anticlimactic answer. The best diet is actually the one that you can follow for the rest of your life. So can I Any go- diet out there will work <laughs> in the short term. It becomes a question of how long-term is it and how helpful is it? Because most of those diets out there, we see the number on the scale go down for a little bit of time. Then the scale stops moving. We get frustrated. We go back to old eating habits. The number on the scale climbs back up. When we look at body composition, when the number on the scale goes down, what we're actually losing is water, muscle, and sometimes bone. Then we get frustrated, which is also why it stops after a while. We get frustrated. We go back to old eating habits. Now, remember, muscle is metabolically active. Now we have less muscle on our body to be burning that extra fuel. We add that weight back on as fat. So we lose it as water and muscle, gain it back as fat. Lose it as water and muscle, gain it back as fat. So even if you end up at the same number in the scale that you were before, by body composition, you're actually fatter. It doesn't matter. You don't exercise at all. Even exercising. Even exercising. No, because even exercising... You might build muscle, but your body's using that. You can't rebuild that muscle that you're trying to. The way muscle is built is that you make these, like, by working out, also, like, resistance training tears the muscle fibers. They require nutrition to rebuild. If we're not eating nutrition because we're focusing on eating less, our body can't rebuild that muscle. So working out is even just exacerbating what's happening on the scale. If we're following a lot of these typical plans of eat less, move more, or eat this very restrictive approach and move more. So instead, I want everybody to remember this instead, quality in, quality out, get up and move more. So quality is protein and fiber at every meal. For And this is for your energy, for your weight, for everything, protein and fiber. Protein is clean, lean protein. Whether you want that to be animal or plant or whatever, doesn't matter. Clean, lean protein. Fiber is vegetables and sometimes fruit. And then a couple times a day, we want to get some quality fat, like your olive oil, avocado oil, avocados, nuts, those kinds of things a couple times a day. Start there. And then you can add in the other thing. So you can add in your grains. So the average American, by the way, eats more grains than an Olympic athlete is recommended to eat on race day. We want to think about grains more like a condiment than a side dish, than a main course. Well, certainly. I'm tired. Focus, this is exhausting. <laughs> yeah, because you have no energy because you didn't do the, the – uh... Jumping jacks with me. Um, the 30, 30 I, ate, right. <laughs> I ate snacks instead. But, that's, but by the way, if we're eating those foods and we are energized for a hot second and then exhausted, it's a function of our blood sugar spiking and dropping. To have energy, to be able to do all the things that we want to do as entrepreneurs, we have to fuel ourselves. 
to have willpower. We have to fuel ourselves. Teresa, you had some questions for Jen, so go ahead. Well, Jen, you were mentioning that you're a big advocate for everything in moderation. And can you share a little bit more about your philosophy around that and how that impacts your coaching business and your own personal life? Yeah. So, well, first of all, I love food. I am a foodie. I have a whole YouTube series of just me eating at restaurants and telling you guys look great at these restaurants. (laughs) Everything in moderation, even moderation, right? The whole point is we're not going to live the rest of our lives not enjoying birthday cake. So the idea that we're going to subscribe to a plan that says that's not allowed is just setting ourselves up, I think. It's really about understanding the things that we do 80, 90% of the time, the things that we do 10 to 20% of the time and how everything fits together, and then how we can do it so that it doesn't necessarily have the same effect on us. So I started to mention this before about the energy, right? Energy being tied to our blood sugar. So whether we are burning fat or storing fat is also tied to our blood sugar. It doesn't mean we're not eating the bread basket or we're not eating dessert. What it means is don't start with the bread basket. If we start with the bread basket, we sit down in the restaurant, we have the bread first. Even if what we ordered is steamed fish and vegetables, we're going to end up storing it as fat because we started with the bread basket. So start with a salad, start with a vegetable soup, start with your food, and then have a little bit of the bread. The bread is processed in your body with the nutrition, and it doesn't have the same impact on us. So eat your dessert right after your meal instead of a couple hours later so you're not separately sugar bombing your body. So it's about how do we do the thing that doesn't impact us the same way as it used to. And when we're consistent, our body's better equipped to handle those occasional blood sugar spikes and indulgences in a very different way than if it's constantly sort of up and down. So with entrepreneurs, we we only have like 60 seconds uh, or so to answer this question, just giving you kind of a heads up. But as an entrepreneur, you've built multiple different revenue streams. You've been very successful through uh, podcasting, entrepreneurship, property management, online coaching. Mm -hmm. You do a lot of things. What is your one tip that you could give somebody to basically stay healthy and balance work and life as an entrepreneur? I think the one tip is forget balance. The idea of balance is a myth and setting us up. I think it's about wherever we are, be there. So if we're with family, be with family. If we're tackling a project, tackle the project. And in the grand scheme of things, I think we have to think about everything as one circle instead of this Venn diagram where we're trying to struggle in that one little spot that everything overlaps. If we think about everything supporting everything, then I think it sets us up a whole lot better to mentally and physically handle everything that's coming at us. I love that. Okay, so I know everyone after the show is going to want to get in touch with you. They're going to want to listen to Salad with a Side of Fries. Tell us how everyone can get in touch with you. Absolutely. Well, thank you. Hope so. We did a lot. A salad with a side of fries.com. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, salad with a side of fries is the name of the podcast. All social media, I'm at Jen Trepic, J E N N T R E P E C K. Well, Jen, we really super appreciate that you have joined us today and you still remain, of all the podcasts and all the podcasters I know in my world, you still hold the title of my most favorite podcast title. 
salad with a side of fries because oh. in my mind, that's what it is all about. Order the salad and get the side of fries. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, well, thank you. And thank you for having me. Absolutely. And we want to have you back. So speaking of podcasts, we would love it if you would head over to wherever you listen to your favorite podcast and not only follow and subscribe salad with a side of fries, but also find and follow the Ask Brian, that's B-R-I-E-N, the Ask Brian podcast. Uh, follow it, download it on your favorite podcast platform, and we also really, really appreciate it if while you're there, you would give us a five-star review and tell all your friends that if they want to start, grow, or continue to scale a business, that we are the ones that they need to listen to and follow, and that is the Ask Brian, B-R-I-E-N podcast on all your favorite podcast apps. Thank you very much, Tracy. Thank you very much, Jen. Ask Brian Radio Show. Over and out. Thank you for tuning in to the Ask Brian Radio Show. You can listen to us every Thursday on KTHS AM 1220 and FM 98.1 or via Facebook Live or anytime wherever you listen to your podcasts. Visit askbrian.com to join the conversation and ask us your business questions and we'll answer them on our next episode. That's askbrien.com.